0: you're listening to the coffee hour i'm andy bates i'm
1: sarah gulzak it is
0: thursday september 5th i'm excited it's not every day that we get to have a poet in studio
1: (laughs) not most days not
0: most days (laughs) Uh, but it's exciting. Uh, it's, it's great to have Tanner Olson, poet of written to speak. Thanks for joining us in the studio this morning.
1: Oh, it's
2: good to be here.
0: Uh, you had you've had a busy twenty four hours. You had an event last <laughs> night. You had a school yesterday, and yeah. uh, now on this world tour, stopping by <laughs> KFUO studios. Yeah, to, uh, world to tour. Be, yep, to well, be in the, in, the, world the coffee tour hour. So we're we're privileged to have you in studio. Where did t- let's learn a little bit about Tanner? Okay. Um, where did your interest in poetry begin?
2: Uh, growing up, I had a huge interest in punk rock music yes. but i am <laughs> yes. i cannot sing i, I cannot <laughs> play music like i'm just really bad at both my wife always tells me maybe you shouldn't sing right now. It's uh, <laughs> just not very good. Uh, but when I was in seventh grade, I had a crush a on a girl, and so I started writing poetry in of my course. room, uh, and it was like a really bad poem. It was like, your hair is like silk, the color of chocolate milk, right? Like, not very That's good great. poetry. So hopefully, <laughs> Hopefully my work has gotten just a little bit better since then, uh, but it started in middle school, and then just kind of carried through, and then in college I got a little more serious about it, left school, and then continued to write, and then I just decided, hey, let's see what happens, and so uh, I wrote a couple of spoken word albums uh the first one was pretty rough but like if you're willing to be bad at something you might just become good at it right Uh, and so eventually uh a couple years later came out with a book and so here we are now six years later after starting uh written to speak
1: that's pretty cool yeah it's a fun story
2: it's been a long been a long ride yeah i feel like a lot of
1: great things just come out of like some weird thing that happened in middle school it's like a lot of people's stories yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and middle school was extremely weird extremely weird yes Yeah.
1: anyway um how is poetry uh relevant today i i don't know it's some people might think it's kind of like a "Mm, poetry but yeah how is it cool still
2: it's you know i think it's i I, the, the way that i do poetry is a little bit different than some some of the other people um and I'm trying to bring in a different kind of style of poetry, uh, not trying to re- reinvent the wheel by any means, but I try to blend a little bit of humor and faith and curiosity all together uh, to create something that's going to be engaging and, and hopefully help people answer some questions or ask some new ones as well. Um, poetry has a pretty bad rap, uh, especially like when I go into schools uh, and the teachers are like, and we have a poet with us today. Nobody looks excited. <laughs> Like all the kids are like, well, at least we're not in math class. And some of the kids are like, I wish I was in math class. Uh, but so I, I go and then I, and I share a couple of poems and they're you know they're cool with it because I it's trying to blend in different styles of, of writing and art. And most people when they when they go to a concert or to a show they want to hear music. Uh, but I get up front and and share some poetry and a few jokes and and hope for the best. <laughs>
0: I have a, a very a, a deeply personal oh question here before we get into uh, more about your poetry. It's <laughs> very really personal. Uh, what is your favorite emoji? My favorite emoji?
1: Or gif. We've got to add GIF. gif to that. Sorry. Or gif. My I favorite. is the can or of GIF. questions. Gif, sorry.
2: Gif, gif, whatever. My favorite, my favorite gif is of uh, Michael Scott and Dwight Schrute, yes. just like raising the roof in the office. That's a good one. Uh, that, that's my favorite one. No. So I,
0: I guess I have to throw this question out now that I've asked well, it's it. Sad. It's the can of curious questions. A can All right, of curious
1: so, questions. It's so good.
0: How has, <laughs> how has your poetry given you an opportunity to express your faith to others?
2: Yeah, it's been really interesting. And, and if I talk to some people about it, they'll be like, hey, your, your writing has a lot of faith undertones involved in it. And I think for me, a lot of my writing, it's very personal. And I try to blend in a couple of... Um, Either questions that I'm asking, things that I am praying, or um, just things that I wonder about—who Jesus is, what He has done, uh, the work of the Holy Spirit, and like who God is as a Creator—and trying to blend those in with with a little bit of wrestling and a little bit of understanding, and just trying to find some clarity—I um, think that writing is one of the the best forms of of therapy, and and, uh, and a blank page is a great place to wrestle and to learn. And so, when I sit down to write, my hope is to um, speak to somebody who's struggling with something or working through something, but also I'm that person as well who's working through something and struggling with something, so I hope that faith outshines a lot of it. Uh, and in most of my poems, they all begin with, like, I don't really know what's going on. Like, how, how do I be a human being? you know and then it all ends it most my poems end with something hopeful with like there is something on the other side of all of this God is at work in the midst of all the uncertain and all of the unknown Um, and so I try to blend in a lot of uh, what it is that I believe what it is that that I've learned about who Jesus is in my
1: writings I feel like this whole interview is just one big spoken word I'm just like sitting here listening I don't have a question Uh, what what is that um, that experience or the journey that, that you want somebody to uh, go through? I guess when when they're either reading your book or listening to your listening to your spoken word, what is what is that that journey that you want people to have?
2: My, my my main hope for this book is that they would they would sit down and they would they would put their phone away. They would shut the screen off for a little while. I think we're we're all kind of overwhelmed by by technology these days. And words themselves just have this. It's a beautiful place for you just to open it up. And to read and to sit and to think and to wonder. And I think we forget to do that most days. Um, A lot of the things that I write, I I feel like connect back to my childhood, to like third grade when everything was pretty carefree and it was just kind of fun and relaxing and and to sit with the words and to remember hey, like it's okay. Like it's going to be okay. And I think when I look at my phone all day long, I just get overwhelmed. (laughs) <laughs> I get just it just drains me. But then when I sit with with someone's writings or someone's words, it's just a place just to to sit and to be and to remember that God is in control and this isn't all about me and we're gonna be all right and we're gonna be all right.
1: Yeah, yeah. We we forget to slow down a lot of times, all the time,
2: most days. Yeah, and, and poetry really helps with that. Just to like sit there and to be and to 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 read and to let the words work and and do something and and Mm -hmm. people are like oh so so why should i buy your book and it's like well it's not it's i want to give you something to walk alongside you Mm -hmm. to help you it's not your foundation i don't want this book to be your foundation but i want something to help you to kind of give you some comfort to give you some joy to give you some peace as you move forward because this is a hard and difficult world Mm -hmm. so we've got just a few minutes left here got about
0: what four minutes yeah give us can you give us a, a little something what we might hear if we come to here uh tanner olson
2: yes um i'll read for you guys a poem called two um it's off of an ep that i released and it's also in the book uh i have a lot of stuff on spotify itunes all that kind of stuff under the name written to speak so if you'd like to listen to it with some music to it you can but this Mm -hmm. is a piece called two and it goes like this somewhere is everywhere to someone and someone is somewhere to someone else and i've been someone somewhere for too long and everywhere seems to be where i've been lately I'm all over the place, confusing myself as I drift in and out of space, stretching to put some space between the place that I left to leave behind. Sometimes growth feels like two steps back and sometimes flourishing feels like failing and I feel like I'm always falling, complicated and calling, trying to take two steps away from failing. And something more is out there, and that's where I'm going. I'll escape to explore, retreat to restore, be to belong, and reach the other side of all that is going wrong. I will continue to wander and wonder within all that is His to seek the silence and the solitude, to create in the chaos, and give grace to the grave places in my life, and I'm beginning to see more clearly, like, in all that is heavy, there is hope. And as I go, I will lock hand in hand with knees to the floor, faith to continue, wake to walk through the front door. I will keep going to arrive. And I'll crawl out from underneath these concrete sheets and step beyond this bed into the uncertain and unknown. Life is calling, and I'm answering, and I want to respond with peace in a world that is shouting dark, cold winds. And I'll sing, and I'll lift a sail high, and I'll adventure to find out why, and I'll reach the other side. And you'll find me beyond the swollen smoke sharing secrets and stories of life and death and what failed to get the best. You'll find me where it's clear and cloudy with the change I left behind and all my rough draft letters home and you'll find me surrounded, shoulder to shoulder with the souls who stood close as we stepped together and we go together to the other side, always together, never alone. Hmm. Good stuff. Thanks. Yeah. Now, I was just, I'm sorry. I was just sitting there taking it all
0: in. Questions. We don't have um, questions anymore. I don't, no.
1: I'm just so going to sit here for the next three minutes. <laughs> Two minutes. <laughs> good radio. So,
0: children, you visit schools.
2: I go you to schools. That I go to churches, really, anywhere that has a microphone and is like, we will give you an opportunity. <laughs>
1: there you go.
2: <laughs> what do you want children to gain from your poetry? I believe that children are the best writers and poets out there, but they don't know that yet. And so if they have a poet or a writer come into their school and share for them some poetry, these kids are gonna be like, maybe I can do that too. Mm -hmm. I think that kids just need opportunities to see somebody do somebody do something a little different than they know before. They know musicians, they know painters, but do they know poets? I don't think so. For somebody to come in and it'll help teach them and show them that they can wrestle with words on a piece of paper too, that they can ask questions that it's okay to doubt and that it's okay to to wrestle. Uh, and so I love, I absolutely love going into schools. And uh, wow. part of this tour for the next oh, six months or so is going in and out of schools and churches, um, sharing poetry, doing uh, spoken word events, and uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. How are you
0: going to cover the whole world in just six months? That's impressive. That's impressive.
1: impressive. Ah, it's
0: my best. <laughs> you know, for- I, I got a Honda
2: Accord, so. You
1: know, I feel like there's a poem right there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: For a moment there, I thought he was going off in the the direction when he said, I believe the children... I oh dear I well I I thought we were going the direction of the great poet Whitney Houston there mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah not not that direction
1: not on this program
0: <laughs> Tanner how can we how can we follow you and uh and and uh, Written to Speak learn more about where you're gonna be yeah. and uh you know maybe maybe get your EP as well
2: oh yeah oh. so if you have the internet it's a very popular thing these days just type in the words Written to Speak you can go to Written to speak.com. if you have Instagram type in Written to Speak Twitter Written to Speak Facebook still happening uh, written to Speak is there as well. Uh, all of my writing is under under Written to Speak. Uh, and you can get the book on my website or on Amazon. And the book is called I'm All Over the Place. It's a yellow book. And I hope you like it. It is very yellow. It is very yellow. I like yellow. I, I think I think we should give a shout
0: out to your alma mater today as well.
2: Oh yeah, we should. Concordia, Wisconsin. Let's yeah.
0: go. Yeah, we love Concordia, Wisconsin. <laughs> it's true. Thank you so much for being on the Coffee Hour today, Tanner. It's great to meet you. And uh, folks, check out Written to Speak. Thanks for being our guest. Thanks for having me. I'm Eddie Bates.
1: I'm Sarah Golseth.